0: What's up, everybody? It's me, Jay Jr. So excited that you decided to turn into this week's uh, episode. Um, I am actually in the beautiful city of Chicago. I had the opportunity to go all around and see downtown, see some of the cool shops, the art, and all that. But today, this is like a result of just using your mind. Because, you know, if you have a goal in your life, hold on to it don't give up. I have people that have been in my phone, pictures I have saved in my phone of hoping to meet them one day. And so I'm here in Chicago, and I am sitting with the great, the amazing, awesome David Winston. <laughs> <laughs> Jay Jr., man, oh, you are too kind. Oh, man. <laughs> I appreciate you, man.
1: Thank you. How are you
0: today? I'm good. I'm good. It's sunny here in Chicago, but it's cold a little bit to me. Yeah, yeah. I got my pea coat on. I got a little scarf. I was like, you know. You came ready. I came ready ready because i heard it's windy it's the windy city it is so i was just like uh let me be prepared and at first i was gonna bring no cause was going gonna bring a jean jacket and totally like seattle rock it out oh, i'm man. glad i didn't do that because no, i stepped off get the get plane
1: oh how do you do it yeah uh, man you know <laughs> just a lot of layers <laughs> <laughs> i
0: don't know how i mean i was looking around i was like you guys this winter starts early and it ends yeah, it goes and, forever and
1: i mean the winter got us it, the weather got us with the okie doke this year because okay. it was like warm just two weeks ago. I wow. mean like shorts. My kids were wearing shorts this week. Really? And then all of a sudden, you know, one morning we woke up and we were like, bust out the winter coats. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I'm they, like, I don't know. I was like, that's, that's extra,
0: and see Seattle, we're known for rain. Yeah. The sky is
1: gray, Yeah. the ground
0: is gray. Yeah. We can turn it into being gray. now yeah. <laughs> because it's always gray. Yeah. I think we they said we have like two hundred and eight days of gray. Wow. It's, uh, yeah. So I mean you gotta really like a computer. And be buried in it because to go outside... And there are people that really love it. They're like, I love the mild and... But it gets to you after a while. So I like to go to places like California and see different things. So I'm happy it's sunny. But here's the the trick thing. Right now, Seattle is having a little bit of a warm front. It's like almost 70. Congratulations. Congratulations. (laughs) So it's a little bit different for us. It's different. But I'm originally from Buffalo, New York. And so I know about the snow. You know about the snow. I know about the snow. The lake effect snow. It's disgusting. But it it happens every year. And people are, you know. So give us a little bit of history. David. Yes, so here's the crazy part. Okay, You were in my phone like three years ago. I seen you on Instagram and I was like, I hope to God. I've always watched your dad, your dad, the great Dr. Bill Winston. And um, I've always like watched. Yeah. And But you were in my phone. I saw your lovely wife. And I was yeah. like, man, I hope to meet them one day. And now I'm sitting in your office. Here we are
1: crazy. Give a little history. So ask me anything you want. (laughs) Oh my God. So man, a little bit of history. Um, You know, we came to Chicago, uh, I think it was 19, at the end of 1988, 1989. We came to Chicago um, and the Lord has spoke to my dad about starting a church. Wow. And uh, that's where we came and we started at Humble Beginnings. And um, the first location that we called our home after, you know, meeting in some of the banquet halls and stuff and hotels, it was a little storefront place that, I Mm. mean, could only hold about 20 people. Wow. It was on the west side of Chicago in one of the worst neighborhoods of Chicago. Really? One of the highest crime neighborhoods of Chicago. Wow. And I remember going to Sunday school as a little shorty and, you know, (laughs) having to like avoid broken bottles and stuff and it smelled like smoke. Yeah, yeah. It was just... It was such a bad situation. But this
0: is the city that I think of. Family matters. The oh, show. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> remember that show oh, back I in the day? It, it was, was happy, managed. but it ain't like that. All, yeah, <laughs> but it ain't really like that all the time. No, no. Wow. And so,
1: but that's where we started, and wow. um, and you know, we started right where we were at, where we were at. And um, I remember uh, one day after doing service, our car was stolen, and so what? And I remember that so vividly because we had to take take the train, the L train is what we call. Okay, it. and so we had to take the train. And it was cold, though. I wow. mean, we live in Chicago. Right, yeah. It was cold. And yeah. I remember standing under the heater saying, like, Mom, what is the deal? Like, why right. do we have to do this? And I remember my mom would say, this is what the Lord has called us to do. So we're going to be obedient. We're going to help people. And wow. it won't always be like this. Wow. And, um, and I remember every every week faithfully we would just keep building and building and building. And obviously I was I was a shorty, so it wasn't right, like right. I was on staff exactly. helping yeah. build too. Yeah, but yeah. you know, I encourage from a distance in yeah. my own way. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but the Lord was so faithful to our family, and wow. he had blessed our family tremendously, and so that's why I can say with um with such fervor. To pastors, to leaders, to people who are aspiring, mm-hmm. um, don't think it was always like this. You might hear about right. malls and private exactly. jets. Exactly, it wasn't always like this. Yeah, somebody was grinding. People were putting in work. People right. were putting in time, sweat, money, energy, right. tears, right, um, to really make things happen from the ground level. And so, I think you know the thing that I had the pleasure of seeing is I saw a man, and and my mother, and a mm-hmm. woman be able to build something from the ground up by God's grace. And it shows what a little hard work can do. And when you have a dream, when you have a vision and you really believe in that thing, God can help bring it to pass, and you'll build something great. I think it's amazing
0: because when I pulled up here, I was telling you before even starting this episode, I I I saw the heart Mm -hmm. of this ministry Mm -hmm. when I seen the people going in and buying food. There's like a grocery store. Yeah, there's like, I mean, there's so much here that you guys offer. There's a gym. Yeah, and I know Planet Fitness, so you can eat and work out. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you know, I saw, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is the heart, like. There's jobs provided. That's there's right. I mean there's that's huge. Yeah.
1: I and, think we provide some over four hundred jobs or wow. so for Forest Park. Good lord. Yeah, and a boatload of taxes. <laughs> right,
0: right. Oh my God. Yes. But it's just but it's amazing to see what you guys have done. Yeah. And and so you're married. Yeah. You have a beautiful wife. Yep. And you have four kids. Four
1: kids. Yep. So so uh, so all together we have four kids. Wow. And uh, and so we've been married for uh, ten and a half years now, happily married. Wow. I love my wife. She's amazing. Yes. Best woman I've ever known. Wow. Uh, Sorry, (laughs) mom. But uh, but she's amazing, and uh, we have four kids together. My oldest is eighteen. He actually just went to uh, London for fashion design. I think God likes us
0: this generation because we don't look old. (laughs)
1: Right. Right. I feel like. Like we don't age. First thing like, people say is like, how do you have, have a child a, in right. tell them, don't worry about it. It's no, so right. good. I'm I got kidding.
0: good genes. Exactly. Because your dad looks amazing too. Yeah. And your
1: mom. Yeah. And I got those, those same good genes. Wow. And I'm so, just like, uh, how? So we have an 18-year-old, a 17-year-old, a 9-year-old, and my only girl is 7 years old. Wow.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay, I have three kids. Okay, I have a twelve-year-old. Okay. I have an
0: eight-year-old, and I have a five-year-old. And the five-year-old is my little girl, ah, the no. princess. So same. So it feels like I have ten kids because <laughs> because Adeline. It's it's Cayenne Carter and Adeline Olivia okay. and Adeline. She makes her presence known. So, I, I mm. mean...
1: She says, I'm here, y'all. I'm here. It's time to do what
0: I said. And I've been married for 14 years. Okay. Um, sweet wife. Yeah. And so thankful. Yeah. Um, t- even just a little bit of history. Like 10 months ago, my life had shifted. Yeah. And so, my wife and I are now in a beautiful ministry. Mm. Shout out to Church Home. Hey, hey. And um, it's just great just to see what leaders can do, how they give back to the community. And so when I came here and I seen this, I was like, it's the same concept. Not everybody is one tracked way Absolutely. with ministry. It's
1: yeah. like there's great ministries
0: that actually help the community. And I seen that with and, this. And
1: I think something that I've seen that that I, I saw first with my dad because right. of proximity, but mm-hmm. now as I have been um, seeing other ministries and being right. exposed to other ministries, I really feel like the best way to say that ministry is being done successfully is to gauge how successfully it's impacting the community. That's good. Wow. So if we can call it a ministry success, then we should be able to call it a community success. That's huge. Because wow. we're one and the same. Right. We're not like the church that's fenced in. I mean, this isn't like an embassy. We're like, right. Nobody else can come yeah. in except, <laughs> except us here, Living Word members. Right, right, uh, right. You know, it's not like that. We are an extension of God's hand in the community. That's so good. Wow. So so we're the ones that are should be helping the community the most. The
0: most. Wow. Even when I was walking in, that gentleman said that you guys have such a presence in the community that right there just sets the whole bar it's yeah. like if you're not a part of the community then what are you really doing
1: exactly
0: so exactly. that is beautiful just to see that you guys are doing that and yeah. i just it's beautiful if you're ever in chicago you need to come and see what they are doing come in on. this city so yeah but um i love it because you're such so, you're so passionate about what you do i've been looking at some of your like the post and some of the quotes <sighs> There was one thing you talked about that, um, you know, everything is not built for the audience. Like, it's not trying to reach every... If you're not trying to reach everybody, you know, maybe your message is not for everybody. But it's for a certain group of people to reach people. But there's certain things I'm just like, wow, you... The way you put out stuff, it is so inspirational. And I said, I hope I get to meet this man one day. And so I wanted to talk about, like, why it's important to have your dream. Absolutely. Um, Because I think it's so easy to get distracted. Mm. For me, I... remember wanting to do something similar to something like this, mm-hmm. but I always got distracted by people's voices and mm-hmm. it would cause me to shut down. Yeah. And so to be here today, man is, is, is a miracle yeah. and I'm so thankful to everybody that decides to listen, you know, to each episode because yeah. I remember when I would put out stuff and people say, Oh, and it's, it's not that good. And I would yeah. want to immediately give up the dream. Mm. And I'm so glad that I held on to just whatever little bit I had yeah. to get to this day. Yeah. And it is so important that if you have a goal, hope to accomplish it. Mm -hmm. You know, like don't give up on that goal. Don't give up on, you know, talk about, just you go ahead and go for it. I'm going to let you go for it.
1: (laughs) I'm going to start with a quote um, by uh, one pastor that I look up to. I have a lot of favorite pastors. Right, right. um, Headlined by my own dad, but um, one of the pastors of one of the largest churches in America, um, which is Life Church, Mm -hmm. Pastor Craig Rochelle. Okay. He has a quote that says this, the quickest way to kill something special is to compare it to something else. Oh. And, and wow. I think that's such a loaded statement yeah. because in, in this era, especially like millennials on down, right, right. in this era of the last 15, 20 years, we have so much unprecedented access to other people's lives. Right. And yet we're also exposed to other people's opinions, mm-hmm. sometimes without even soliciting their opinions. Wow. And so I, I think it's it's almost like we have to do more diligence and more preparation to be stronger in ourselves right. that when we are faced with the opportunity to compare, we don't bend and, and break or we don't compromise who we are. That's good. And then when we are pushed with the opinions of others, that we don't become a slave to those opinions wow. and stay in the box that they set for us right. because of what they think about us. Right. And so... I think that's something that that it took me probably several years in ministry Mm -hmm. to really start to figure out how I fit. Mm -hmm. Because everybody's called to a purpose. Everybody has something special about them. Um, And I believe that God is a good God because he doesn't just put dreams in us Mm -hmm. to waste them. Ah. but he puts dreams in us for them to be manifested here on this earth wow and so i know you know different people believe in different ways but i think we all believe in dreams right and, and there's something intrinsic inside of us that is compelled to do certain things mm. and i believe that and 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 recently i've kind of been developing this this thought process and this theory about purpose right and i believe that purpose has four sides almost like a box okay one is passions okay one is preference Right. One is frustrations Mm -hmm. and the other is fantasies. Okay. And and as you start to look at which one of those and identify and zero in on those certain ones, you can start to find out something about yourself that now speaks to your dream. Wow. The preferences that you have, Jay Jr. Yeah. The fantasies that you have that just, you just kind of sit back and just dream. Yes. Yes. And Uh and then the passions, the thing that you can do that nobody has to pay you to do. Right, right. And then you have those frustrations, the things that really make your blood boil. Yeah. That somebody says, What's what's up? Like, yeah. why do you care so much about
0: this thing? Like, right, right, like, right. Why do you care so much why about global care? warming? Exactly. Like, yeah. now,
1: now I know we have some global warming yes, people that yes. might be listening. <laughs> and that might be your thing. Right. But hey, that's that's a note. That that that's a that's a leading arrow towards your purpose, towards your passion, right. towards that dream. Yeah. And I think what happens is we get confused When our head starts to try to do something different than what has been hardwired into our heart. Ah, that's good. That's where confusion comes. Yeah. And so we start to see everybody. We get distracted. Maybe you start something, Jay Jr., and then you get these opinions and then you start to shut it down. Yeah. But it starts to make you feel down, not just because of what they said about you, but because you start to mentally internalize something that is different than Right, hard to say. Right, right. And now you feel what's called confusion. Mm-hmm. I'm conflicted. I just and I've dealt with do. that
0: before, where it's like I, you just get worried. Like, is it really going to work? Or you hear different people's opinions. Mm-hmm. Are you sure that's what you're called to do? I mean, right. for years I struggled with, and it's funny because the very area in my life that I was so insecure about which was my voice, I didn't mm-hmm. want people to hear my voice I wanted you to see me but not hear me Right. and it's the very thing now I give people platforms yeah. to actually let their voice be heard Isn't that amazing? It's, um, it's amazing the whole, t- the whole time I was running from my own voice That's right. and it's the very platform yeah. that I use now to have people yeah. come on and tell their stories, but I was confused because I would be like, well, I don't have the deep voice, that yeah. you know, and I don't have the yeah. and, and it's interesting now because when you said that, I could see where in my mind and yeah. my heart based on somebody's opinion yeah, what they thought about me, yeah, and all of a sudden it just totally takes me on a different
1: course. So, let me let me blow your mind for a second. You knew that you were going to be doing something where your voice had to be heard, right? But you didn't know that you knew it. The reason why you knew it is because you were so super sensitive to it, right? Even before you got into it, wow. Uh. So, there was a built in recognition that was already inside of you that was hypersensitive about something that you would be using. As a career later on, that's crazy, but inside of you there was a recognition right that there's something about my voice that keeps getting my attention right right now when we're not strong, it develops an insecurity mm, okay. as we get stronger, it develops as an asset Wow okay and and that's what happens that if if we're not strong enough to be able to say "Hey, I have this thing." and I don't know what to do with, we may not see it develop into what it right, needs to be. Right, Because inside of each one of us is the seed of potential. Right. There is a forest in one little seed. Mm-hmm. There's a, a whole apple orchard in one little seed. Right, right. But until that seed gets buried into the ground, it can never grow roots. Wow. And it can never grow up and, and give off apples. Wow. The seed... Needs the soil, mm-hmm. the seed needs the environment. Mm-hmm. So, we as people, we need environments that are going to push us, prune us, mold us, shape us, get us outside of our comfort zone right. to expose the roots, yeah. to expose the plant, to exactly. expose the growth. Mm-hmm. Because purpose and, and potential is just like toothpaste. It doesn't just fall out. (laughs) Right. You got to push it. You got to
0: push it out. That's good.
1: That's (laughs) good. Something external has to work it out. Right. Even in science, we have something called potential energy and kinetic energy. Mm -hmm. So for my science heads, you know that the kinetic energy is like energy that has been actualized, that has been realized, something that has happened. But the potential energy says, this is what it can be. This is what it can do. Right. The difference between potential energy and kinetic energy is literally the word work. Hmm. That's good. It's the word work. Right. And until potential works, it will never be actualized wow. in
0: life. So even so, here's a good thing. Like, I think about, so the soil that you're around is very important.
1: Absolutely.
0: Because you could have potential, but if you have nothing that's helping push that out. Absolutely. Then you'll never see the result or the manifestation of that. So
1: let's take it one step further. The seed actually grows because of what's in the soil. Mm. And the reason why it grows roots is it's trying to suck out the elements and the minerals that the environment provides Got it. in order to grow okay And so sometimes it's 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 so easy to go to a place and shift to a place of comfort of comfort mm. and comfortability but what we don't know is that comfort can kill mm. And when we start depending on our comfortability, that right there is set up our container right there.
0: It's that's so good because I look at my own mm. life and I can see where I got comfortable mm-hmm. um, because it wasn't really rocking the boat. Mm-hmm. And I have like a theater background. I've done shows. Oh, I've gosh. done some yeah, fun yeah, yeah. stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. But I could see where, well, people's opinions, and yeah. I just stop. Yeah, and I get comfortable. Yeah, and then I don't go for nothing else. Yeah, you know. And Absolutely. so even getting out here, like, okay, I'm in Chicago. Who can I do an episode with? Yeah, it takes. I had to literally like, okay push yourself and if you want to do something that's right then connect that's right you got to do it you got to reach out you got to do you know and everybody that's come on the podcast is because somehow i've had to push myself Mm -hmm. to help reveal a side or open and even for us to be sitting here right now it's a miracle because like you know like you said usually it's like ah we'll see maybe next time but today we were able to sit down but i'm so glad that i pushed and pushed myself to like okay now get out of your comfort zone yeah
1: try something different. And 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 the right audience will respond, right? Everybody's not your audience. Oh, yes. What sense would it make for me to open up a burger joint? Right. And then chase everybody who is a vegan, who is a vegetarian. <laughs> I mean, I have to be right. a fool.
0: Right, right. To
1: chase all the people who wouldn't be my main clientele. Right. And I feel like that's how we are sometimes as people that we're so consumed with trying to get the attention and approval of people who are not interested in being our right. audience, that we are underserving those who are begging wow. for our attention, begging for our gift, That's begging good. for what we have. Can you please serve over here? Oh, we would love for you to do that. And you're worried about how much it'll pay, but what you don't know is what it's going to lead to. Ooh, talk about that. So you might be trying to get in with this company, A, over here, and they're not trying to hear you. But company B is saying, we love what you do. We just don't have money to pay you. Right. But I heard Bishop Jake say this. If you honor where you're at in life by giving it everything you got, you'll always find elevation. That's good. Wow. And so I think for especially for our generation, we have to be. Not so consumed with the microwave, right? To try to get there so quick, exactly. But just can be consumed with the content that we're pushing out, right? Right. Forget about how many people are following. Hey, if so we have, good. If we have great numbers, great. But if you don't, it's okay. Honor who is listening, right? And i,
0: I now. I just started doing um, where I post an episode. Mm-hmm. I always post every Monday. And then that night, I was like, okay, I'm gonna take a risk. I'm gonna start going live on Instagram. And you know, because I'm like, "Uh, I'll I'll do a fashionable picture. You'll see that. I don't know if I wanna go live. And my friend Andrew, shout out to Andrew, he um, always, yeah, take a risk, try it. You know, you never know. So I went live, people started going on. And I remember saying, I don't care if it's one person, if it's just you and I, then it's worth it. Then
1: it's worth it. Then it's
0: worth it. And we'll build this thing together. And so I think that is so important not to be so consumed about, even though, yes, you want people to watch great or listen but to focus on okay whatever audience i have now empower those people that's right focus on those people that's right build those people that's right and now to have all the listeners today is like it's a miracle but still i remember thinking to myself a long time ago when i would start something i'd be like okay it's gonna blow up watch it's gonna be and it would just and i wish i would have stuck with the process of it Mm -hmm. because where could it be now but
1: you learn something out of that but you learn something along the way and and You know, when when creation was made, we didn't have this nice desk. Right. We didn't have these nice wood chairs. Right. We didn't have any of these wood bookshelves. It was just trees. Right. It was just trees. Mm. It was just elements. iPhones didn't exist. Nope. We didn't have doors. Mm-hmm. We didn't have TVs. Mm-hmm. We didn't have this computer. We didn't have our watches. No, no. My point is that somebody thought of each one of these things. Mm. The table was always in the tree. Wow. The door was always in the tree. In the tree. The chair was always in the tree. Right. The iPhone was always here in the earth. It was just waiting for somebody to be courageous enough, risky enough, strong enough to be able to step out and receive that idea and step out and try it. Right, right. Like, when creation was born, none of this stuff was here. No. Mm -mm. This all came from somebody thinking outside the realm of possibility. Hmm. And for new things to be born on Earth every day, we have to take a risk to develop something that has never been seen before. Right. So that tells me that we have to become something that people haven't seen us become before. Right, right. In order to get a result that we haven't gotten before. Wow.
0: That takes courage. So what's a goal for like when I think of you? What do you think? What are some of the things that you're hoping to do down the road or sure. with the community or just talk <laughs> about? Number one, what's good to eat in Chicago? What's good to I know we're, pizza. We're,
1: we're famous for Giordano's. Okay. Um, you, know, uh, thick, you know, deep dish pizza. Um, we have Italian beefs here. We have okay. something called Italian beef sandwiches, Yum. and so those are real good. We have something called mild sauce. That's what is that? So mild sauce is kind of like a mix between hot sauce, barbecue sauce, okay. ketchup, a little bit of honey. Oh, okay. And, and they put it on chicken wings Ooh. and chicken. They put it on Ugh. fries and stuff. Yeah. And so that that's a local delicacy. You okay, have to try I have to out. try that out. Dessert? Yeah. What's the dessert for here? <sighs>
0: good dessert. I What's went it? to Houston. What, what was that? I was mm-hmm. in Houston, and they have something called. Buttermilk pie it's Butter different. It's different. It's something I've never heard of huh. it in my life, but that's their thing down there. Yeah. What's Chicago's dessert? that's a
1: good question. I don't know if we have like a Chicago dessert. It's more just know.
0: like the salt side.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think I think we kind of combined everything. You know, there's a lot of culture in Chicago, so we yes. gotta take, take I noticed from that everything.
0: I was I, when I was walking in the streets, I did the um, magni- magni- magnificent, magnificent mile, and um, that's beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It's a
1: great way to spend several hundred dollars.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I looked around a lot yeah. <laughs> i was like oh yeah yeah but i mean it was just beautiful yeah and but i saw different cultures and different people yeah. and just
1: very diverse yes the mixing pot
0: it's beautiful yeah and i went to the beachfront area yeah and that was just i didn't know chicago have a beach i did not know y'all could have sand yeah we got it all i was like
1: y'all got sand yeah, How did y'all get sand? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might not want to be there during the winter. No, no. <laughs>
0: but right, right. It's snow, usually. Yeah, it's snow yeah. sand. But, yeah. so what are some goals for you that, you know, you're wanting to...
1: You know, um, some goals. And, and so because I work in the faith-based arena, you know, right, being a right. pastor um, uh, of a non-denominational church, and I work with youth, you know, um, right. one of my major roles here in the ministry is youth pastor. And so uh-huh. I work with a lot of youth. It's been highly publicized about right. the crime and some of the issues with exactly. the young adults and, and youth in the city and violence. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I have a personal goal to try to alleviate, not by myself, mm-hmm. but certainly um, as we band together um, right. with people of like mind, like faith, mm-hmm. um, to not just pray, but to participate in that's being the solution. That's good. Um, and, and and so, you know, some of the things that we do, you know, we, we have gone into some of the schools and we okay. have a social, emotional um, learning program mm-hmm. um, teaching young people how to let go of the past and how to really aggressively take hold of the future mm-hmm. um, through what you say what you think the decisions that you make even the the necessity of forgiveness you right any even healing you know a lot of our young people in the city are so hurt and broken right not just because of what has happened but because of what they continuously see happening mm-hmm. and jay jr the most dangerous part about what's happening is it's it's creating a psychological perception in the young person's mind that I'm not going to make it out of here past the age of 25. Good Lord, I'm not going to live past 21. Wow. That creates a reckless young person, right? Who feels like they're in a war zone because they won't see past the age of whatever. Wow! And but we have to change that narrative, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and 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 changing that narrative starts by changing the perception mm-hmm. that you know, hey, Chicago's best days are ahead. But you gotta believe that you have to. Believe you gotta. That. You gotta say it first, mm-hmm. and the first time you say it, it might feel like ridiculous because you see what you see on the news, right, right. But as you continue to say that, you'll start to create a different reality because you're starting to create a different perception. Right. And the way we're made as humans is that we are made to be able to be able to confirm our own statements. Right. And so as we develop this this thought process, stuff starts sticking out at us Mm -hmm. that says, I can confirm this thing. And so what we want to do is we want to create healthy young people Mm -hmm. that say that, Hey, let me stop thinking like this—that I'm not going to make it out of here past right, the age 21. Right, right, right. Let me start thinking about how am I going to build the community. Change okay. Your mind. What do I need to do to build the community? You know what? I see what's going on. What can I do to be a little part of the solution? Right. Just a small part. Right. Because the, the the deception is that we can't do anything about it because it's just me. Mm. And sometimes people don't like to say that, but when you go home and it's at night. The temptation is to think, it's just me. Right, right. But one drop in a bucket doesn't look like much. Mm -mm. 10,000 drops in a bucket. Yeah. You start to see a little bit of water, right? Exactly. Maybe a million drops in a bucket and now it might be all over the floor. Right, right. So at some point, if enough people start thinking that, wait a minute, I can be a part of the solution. Mm -hmm. Now, what does a part of the solution mean? that can mean a number of different things but i really believe that it means using your gifts and using your ability to build something positive and right. add value to others right 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 and and that's what we teach now because we're in the faith based arena we you know we teach that god is a a a part of that success right but even if people don't say well well i'm not a religious person Right. We say, right. But you can still be a part of the the solution exactly because what you think and what you say can start to determine the reality that you live exactly and so being able to encourage young people to, hey, go to college. Mm, That's good. They say, well, nobody in my family's ever gone to college. I say, great. Then you do it. You're the first one. Right, right. Perfect. Exactly. What a great way to start a new legacy in your family. Yeah. they may say, hey, I don't have the resources. Well, we'll try to get you with some resources. They say, hey, I need a job. Jobs are a really big issue here in Chicago, especially with those who have been incarcerated, who may have records, who may have um, uh, come from... um, places were undereducated. Right. But we as a church actually are running programs where we are giving people jobs. Wow. We have continuous job fairs happening. No background checks. Um little to no education may be needed. Minimal wow. education needed. No wow. college degrees or anything like yeah. that. And we're providing transportation. To those job sites. Get out of here. I kid you not. Wow. We've actually placed over 618 so far, I think, this year. That's beautiful. And so what we believe is, like I said, we're not just going to pray, but we're going to participate. That's so good. And so providing jobs is something. Mm -hmm. But also, let's let's do this. Let's make sure that we are there for our kids. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. I think in this generation, we're seeing the first true fatherlessness issue. Yeah. Because it was something that was building. Yeah, it was building up. But now in the last 20 years... It's huge. It's rampant. Right. But we see what happens and how destructive it can be psychologically when you don't have a father in the household right. or good parents or responsible parents. Right. I mean, you know, when we started talking about jobs and we we're educating people, talking about helping their mindset grow beyond right. themselves, then we're creating a healthy individual. Exactly. Now, it's hard for an unhealthy individual to see themselves giving back. Exactly. Because a healthy, uh, an unhealthy individual, they need help, right? Mm-hmm. So they'll extend the hand and say, hey, Jay Jr., can you just give me a little something? Right. But a person who is now healthy, who has a job, their mindset changes from hand out to let me put a hand in. That's so good. So instead of asking for something, what do I have to bring to the table to offer? Mm -hmm. What do I have to give, yeah. And maybe along the way, somebody might say, hey, I want to start a job. Right. Or, or, or organization. I want to start a business and supply a job. I want, yeah. to, I want to start something. Yes. And then now one man who came to Chicago, my dad says, came to Chicago with $200. Wow. Is now has been employing dozens and dozens of folks. I think here in our organization, we have like 160 Wow. Um, people that are employed through our different entities. Yeah. yeah. That was just one man. Who came with just a few hundred dollars? I mean, this is nothing but vision. This is nothing but vision. This is all
0: vision and helping people. He Absolutely. had a mission to help
1: people. Absolutely. And, and so I think what begins to be destructive is when so many people are underserved and start sticking a hand out saying, gimme, 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 gimme. Mm. Now, there's nothing wrong with meeting the needs of people. We work in a church, so of course we want to meet right, the needs right. of people. But here's what happens. When people's needs aren't met, once they put the hand out, they start taking it. Mm. And that is what has created Chicago today. Wow! People's needs have been ignored so long
0: that they start started taking,
1: taking and we go from
0: being an opportun- go from being a possible giver to a taker. Exactly, oh, a wow. serial
1: taker. A serial taker. Ooh! Wow! So that, that is so important. And now that's extended to taking lives.
0: Hmm. That's Chicago. Here we are. Wow. So you have to literally there needs to be a mind shift.
1: Mind shift. You have to change your mind. Absolutely. And that can apply to so many different areas. So many different areas. But people don't listen if one, they don't know you care. Mm -hmm. Like truly care. Right. Two Their stomach is is so empty because they're so hungry. Right. They have no health care, so I'm sick. Right. I don't know where I'm going to stay and where I'm going to sleep. I mean, these are problems that low-income communities might experience. Right. But when they have jobs bringing in income... Okay, we can start to solve some of those issues. Right. Then we can give them training. There's something that we have called pre-job training. Mm -hmm. What we found is a lot of our young adults, they have an idea or a theory about how the job will be, but because that's not accurate, they go into the job and fizzle out over several weeks time right right. Okay. so we need some pre-job training mm-hmm. to prepare them for the workplace right you know, this is professionalism this is what it means to show up on time this is why it's important this is what it means to have um, your employee relationships and then your boss relationships are y'all this hearing is, this I look mean, at all this stuff that
0: t- the, the tools that y'all provide absolutely for people to actually win absolutely Ugh. and then I
1: haven't even gone to our SBDC which is our small business development center wow which we give free advice Free help, free consultation to those who have small businesses, especially wow. in the inner city communities. Okay, and then we have a Joseph Business School that's a nine-month entrepreneurship training according to biblical tr- uh, principles, but it is accredited. Wow! So people can take that, and we also acknowledge the uh, the um, the VA benefits. Okay, so people who are veterans and things they can take advantage wow. of what we have to offer. So we believe in the full empowerment of people. Right. Not just we're going to preach on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. That's And hopefully you make it through the week by Monday, yeah, and Tuesday. Right. But we want to empower the whole person. Right. And so I think the best scenario that we can hope for is that, yeah, we preach on Sunday. But we're empowering real good on Monday. Right. We're helping new people get new jobs on Tuesday. Right. We're going out into the community and praying for somebody on Wednesday. And maybe we're helping to go into a school and do the social emotional learning on right. Thursday. Right. You know, it's it's the whole component. Yeah. That we're really trying to retrain how people go about doing life. Right. Not to try to get them to be religious or, or believe like we believe. Right, right. It's not That's even good. about that. But we're trying to help build the community because that is what the church has been called to do. Right. Well, you guys, you've heard it. This right here
0: is is gold. <laughs> this episode is gold. I cannot. All of the wealth of information, the wisdom, man, I so appreciate Absolutely. you coming on here and just sharing all of this, Absolutely. and this is a great place to connect with greatness. I mean, just this whole living, uh, living word uh, Christian Center. Word Christian yep. Center. Forest I'm Park, just right. Outside right I mean, this is just. If you need to connect and you have a vision or dream, this is where you should connect.
1: Absolutely, because
0: this is beautiful, and I'm so glad I came to the city of Chicago, and I'm
1: glad yeah. you decided to
0: sit down with me and Thank make you. it happen. How can people follow you on?
1: Oh, they can follow me um, on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter at David S. Winston. Okay. Or uh, go to my website, DavidSWinston.com. Okay. And uh, and I love to encourage people in all kinds of ways, especially in social media. <laughs> Thank you so much, man, for coming on. Thank I appreciate you. it. I appreciate you so.
0: Until next time, you guys, we'll have a conversation. Let's do it. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye.